0: normal people
1: normal people
0: normal people normal people
1: and mmp the incredible hulk for real this time uh i'm jordan uh i can't get too excited certainly not gonna be a problem with this movie (laughs) uh what's the matter baby you don't like a good ride, Andrew? No, I Andrew? don't. Andrew? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he's not yeah. a fan. Gotcha. Yeah, and and I, I like bad rides only. Obviously, my <laughs> mysterious friend. Alex, how you doing, Alex?
0: Oh, I, yeah, very mysterious. I Keeps mean, to the shadows, you he's, know. He's not here right now. Sometimes That's he is. That's true. Not today. How do you be sure that you've met me? Oh, man. Hologram. That's right.
1: Uh, before mm-hmm. I get, a question, uh, get into the questions, the I, I am... um. Activating the Dulé challenge So uh, the person oh. who goes the longest Without giving those bad cuss words <laughs> Wins a re-roll uh, okay. For, you know Let's move to questions questions. For sure uh, Chris Hudson asks um, Have you watched the extended edition Of Batman v Superman? I heard it was way better than the theatrical release um, I have not I am actually like a, afraid of that sentence I mean, you're probably yeah. right
0: I, no, I can't imagine it being extended.
1: I, yeah, that's true. It's
0: already extended.
1: Like, please, if you've seen it, like, let us know what you think of it. Um, I'm, I actually am curious. Um, but I don't know how extending the length of that unbearable movie could possibly make it any better. It definitely wasn't a movie that you felt was overstuffed. <laughs> like it was, there's stuff that you, in that theatrical cut, there were things that were like, man, you could have gotten rid of that bullet investigation subplot and saved forty <laughs> minutes of the movie. I didn't <laughs> want the more of, the of, dark of that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the scene <laughs> in yeah, the scene in Batman v Superman where. Uh, Batman has one detonator and Superman has another, and they have to decide which of them is going to <laughs> blow up the other one. Uh, it's actually, like, a super relevant question for the movie that we're watching tonight, where there's, like, a mysterious secret cut of it that actually, like, <laughs> fixes everything. In general, um... I don't know if it fixes everything. Like, I, I, I wouldn't... I was just saying that based on what I've read. I, okay. I, I'm as skeptical as you are. Yeah. Um, in general, I'm not a big, um fan of like I I obviously understand that in some cases they're incredibly necessary but I'm not a huge fan of of extended or alternate or director's cuts of anything because I think that um, a lot of the time it's just stuff that I'll watch with Andrew and he'll be like yeah that was cut for a reason <laughs> yeah. um well like like well, sometimes... I, I remember you saying specifically that there's like no movie should be more than 90 minutes <laughs> i do stand yeah. by that yeah <laughs> uh that would make this show go a lot faster mm-hmm. um yes but obviously like like with there are some exceptions to that but a lot of the time it's just um it's chaff and it's like just flabby narrative that has to be cut to make the movie remotely palatable um I think that in the case of the Incredible Hulk, it's, there was probably a lot of um, needlessly intense character moments that were that were uh, excised from what we saw here. In the uh, movie starring Ed Norton? Nice. <laughs> nah. i Obviously, they're getting something mm-hmm. else. I will get to that more in detail. But uh, again, if you've seen um, the Batman v yeah. Superman extended cut, uh, let us know what you think. Well, I think they, yeah, Chris just did, but no, no, no uh, he has, yeah. I think he said he heard it was way better. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It doesn't seem like it would improve that movie enough to justify seeing it again in a longer form. Yeah, um, have you either? Have either of you seen the Watchmen extended cut? No, and uh, kind Whatever. of pretty much for the same reason. I, I do think Watchmen is a better movie to start with than that, but there's not there's not a part of me that's like, man, I. I mean, the Hollis Mason death scene apparently is, like, worth seeing. Maybe, yeah. like, watching the clips on YouTube is what you could get out of the Watchmen extended cut. Maybe. And not <laughs> have to watch, like, that movie again in a three-plus hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex, I'm assuming you haven't seen it because just hell getting hell YouTube.
0: No. Oh, yeah. That's a swear, isn't Does it? Does that a swear? Hell No. Nah, that's like no, we'll let that call. pass. This it's is a PG McCall. podcast. Doulet would yeah. be
1: like tisking from yeah. the corner. But He'd be like, uh-uh. Oh. Like, yeah, you're on notice. Yeah, yeah, I on Quinn, notice. You're on notice. Nah, Get yeah, in the right, corner, I, Alex. I'm
0: to, to keep my head in the game uh, this time. I'm sorry. Clean your,
1: sorry, coach. Clean your filthy potty mouth as we proceed yeah, right. with this show. Um, Josh Wilson, courtesy of, uh, I, I'm assuming acting on behalf of a third party, asks the following question. Hulk ask what normal men think chances are Hulk get new movie. Lots of very excellent question marks and exclamation marks. Okay. Um, zero percent. Zero percent. Yeah. I'm going to uh, make that (laughs) unanimous. Uh, yep. And when I say as, as someone who has seen Hulk and incredible Hulk within the last year or so, like good reason, this is not a character who can anchor a film. We talked about that in our Hulk episode. Um, This is one step forward. I I don't know about that part of it. I'm not saying that there's like no... Please, no, please tell me that, like, give me a a Hulk movie that could be anchored on that character alone. What do you do? I'm just not... I don't know what you do, but I'm not, like, going to rule it out entirely. I I am actually going to go on record and do exactly that. I'm going to rule it out entirely. (laughs) Okay, all right. I'm not saying that the Hulk isn't an interesting enough character, because I think that... I think that the problem is getting so caught up in his weird like Shakespearean tragedy slash like, like Jekyll and Hyde aspects of the character that you can't like, like the, the people who, who have a Hulk movie refuse to do anything other than elevate it to some sort of ridiculous melodrama that it's not needed. And we saw this character in Avengers movies and Thor Ragnarok where he's playing a supporting character and he's, amazingly better at that than he is like less is more yeah well it's because you don't necessarily have to create an arc for that character well they and didn't I, bother with that in this movie either so it's fine <laughs> well they tried they tried at it they just like cut out most of the parts that <laughs> you know uh, built that
0: mm-hmm.
1: Alex would you see a standalone Hulk movie Would you You said 0% also so you, you don't
0: I, I, at 0% it will happen yeah. for like real world legal reasons that's what I'm but, on board with yeah yeah um, which I'm sure we'll talk about. We might even already Yeah hit us up with so. that, but well, we we might as well get to that now. Dive Alex. in, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um so the interesting thing about the Incredible Hulk in the Marvel Cinematic Universe canon is it is a purely like strategic legal like 3D chess move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is the only reason this movie exists. Uh, and that will probably explain a lot of things as we proceed with this episode. Uh, Paramount still had the rights to the Hulk character because of Hulk the movie, the bad one, the trash one. Uh, and they, Marvel, obviously was like, "Well, we can't do the Avengers without the Hulk. Everyone knows the Hulk. We need him for the Avengers." Um, and that was their whole plan, right? Their whole the whole plan was to Avengers it up with all these individual movies, and then the joint one. Cool. Uh, so without the Hulk, they can't do that, or they feel like they can't. So they said, all right, what if we, we have our own studio going on? What if we make the movie, and you guys distribute it, but you let us use the character to make it, and we get rights to the character in other movies, but if it's called Hulk, or, you know, if it's, if it's about the Hulk that's your movie again that you once again get to distribute and paramount's like well why would they have a character like this in a non-hulk that doesn't even make sense we can't have a character in a movie that's not his movie uh that's wrong that's very wrong we know that now uh so that's that's what they do they pulled like a heist maneuver on paramount and they said yeah let's get this poopy movie out there yeah so that we can make better movies with this cool character that we like
1: are you saying that the only people that would call this movie a fast one are Paramount executives? Yeah. <laughs>
0: also, yes, that's funny.
1: Alex, you're going out in a pretty crazy tangent where you suggest a universe where comic book movies are made solely for ulterior motives or to preserve <laughs> some kind of rights. I kind of want to add, like, tags to the movies that we've seen, where, like, ones that are made out of, like, legal contracts or, like, yeah. a legal dispute entirely is the reason this movie exists should be, like, tag like that so yeah we, yeah have you put them in, the in a contractual good category.
0: obligations tag on normal it takes you to like electra that Fire would Horses. be so
1: good like, can amazing we do that spider-man <laughs> one and two would probably count towards that absolutely roughly. even yeah, homecoming yeah. to some extent is a bit of that it's like it's like flaunting uh, that you're not bound by that as much anymore for the time being when you release yeah, the I, film yeah,
0: i think it's the opposite i don't know if that counts i think it's, it's it's the exact reverse of that situation. Contra- okay, can
1: I suggest two tags, contractual ob- uh, obligation for story homecoming, and then also the tag opposite day where you get
0: <laughs> we, we could do maybe not tags, but like, how do you know what tag op- the opposite day applies to, Jordan? <laughs>
1: That's true. Opposite date and then another tag for real though. Yeah. Yeah. If we if we operated our own like independent theater, we'd definitely have like our contractual obligation film series. It's really yes. good at, at the normal theater. The yeah. most the most glaring one is Electra, as Alex said. Like it's yeah. the it's the funniest case of contractual obligation for sure, because it's <laughs> like it, it has like,
0: nothing to do with anything. Yeah, and not like, a
1: star that like desperately does not. Yeah, want Yeah, like she'd there. rather be doing yard work than being <laughs> in the movie. Like she'd rather be like pulling weeds with her bare hands. Um, <laughs> but here she is. You wanted her? No, we didn't. Well, we wanted her, maybe. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, that's that's Alex sort of nailed it here. Um, this is um like the uh, a very old fashioned movie as we're going to get into by um MCU standards certainly and by just um this is this is the same year as dark knight but it seems to exist in about like 1999 perpetually yeah um <laughs> and uh yeah there's Andrew was the first person who who used the word outdated yeah. um like so so this this movie starts with um that X Men era like d- close ups of genes and and yeah. uh, like you know cells to show you that are or you the know, passage of time yeah X Men Apocalypse that's pretty funny it's really good um uh, because yeah, so so there's definitely an element that that has caused this movie to age this is a ten year old movie but it feels twenty uh, especially mm-hmm. if you compare it to um, Iron Man which came out in the same year uh, and somehow seems like markedly fresher. Uh, I have some explanations on why that's the case. Um, Well, one is one is define expectations and is like setting a new course for a genre. And the other movie is just lazily resorting to all of the cliches that made up that genre. Like, yeah. yeah, like one is elevating the genre. Yeah, like one is moving forward, and one is just like staying mired in the past. Yeah, is, one is a, a pre Iron Man movie, and the other one is Iron Man. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the 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 main difference is is you know rudimentary to say, but but you have um, you have one this this movie is sort of devoid of what you could broadly call the spark of life that was infused to Marvel movies to make their heroes seem like they could possibly live in our world and to make that universe seem anything that's remotely engaging. Yeah. Um, Would, you ha- sorry, sorry? Go ahead, yeah. Um, you, you just have a... like You, you have a, a character slash actor without charisma. You have a romantic subplot that doesn't come in for close to 40 minutes into the movie, and it's an hour and 40 minutes, so that seems a little um, peculiar. Mm-hmm. Um, what we've seen with... Um, recently with with uh homecoming and with um Black Panther is this movement with um movement towards villain centric stories sometimes in the m c u which like secretly serves to give the 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 main character like a cool foil you yeah cool foil and also like humanize this what what's often like just a really isn't that just like that's not a stylistic choice isn't that just like inherently better storytelling and that's you could totally say that but that is not what's happening here like yeah. you've got tim roth as abomination here who's he's a good actor i like seeing him and stuff but he's he's not a foil for hulk or bruce banner he's, well he's not much of anything like he's he's he, he he's, exists he exists but like what 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 we never get a sense of what drives him we never get a sense of like yeah his relationship to to anybody other than some scenes with Thunderbolt Ross, which in it, which aren't satisfying. Um, well, they sort of like, don't it's, it's hand wavy is the way that they deal with his motivations of at first. It's like he's like an over the hill soldier who just wants to, like, keep up and stay useful And then afterwards, it's just, like, a very abrupt switch into being, like, a megalomaniac. Yeah, being someone who's, like, inherently sadistic and violent. You would never, in, like, the introduction of that character, (laughs) look at him and be like, yeah, this is somebody who, like, has, like, unbridled (laughs) ambition and, like, plans to, like, dominate other people. He just seems like, you know, an overly violent soldier who's, yeah. So it's almost like when you strip out, like, the humanity and the, like you know what you could call an interesting story and and humor from this it like the, the proceedings are very dry and i think this what's happening is that this is sort of just an underachieving movie because it need not achieve more than what it is which is a very run-of-the-mill action movie that you could someone could tell you was from uh to the year 2000 and then you would just be like oh yeah that makes sense sure yeah Yep. yeah <laughs> Um so like you can't on the one hand you could say like wow it didn't you know this this is not the MCU at its finest, but you know, if you look at this as a historical artifact, which seems ridiculous to say about something that came out ten years ago, uh it's a pretty good example of how low the the the, the expectations were to actually achieve anything interesting at this point. Um <laughs> that's not a like That's not an absolute statement because obviously Iron Man and also The Dark Knight were 2008, so these are some of the best comic book movies ever made, and a movement towards a level of sophistication that was, you know, seldom seen before then. But and care in general, I think that's the the exact word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because you hear and you read all sorts of stuff about how insanely into this character Edward Norton was, and how he would just like (laughs) he would just like write. And rewrite and just like constantly try and nail down what makes what makes Hulk tick, what makes like Banner and Betty's relationship tick. But none of that is apparent in the final cut of the movie. Yeah, but I mean like if he's only the actor and he's not the director or But he's or writer, the writer also. He, he is he, the writer. Well, he wrote a, at least one draft of the screenplay and from the stuff I was reading like he was – actively involved in the writing oh, really? process okay. so um i don't think he got a lot of credit for actually doing that because his probably his, the stuff that he worked on the most is not in the final cut yeah and writing. his yeah. his creative disputes with marvel uh, are no secret and certainly led to him being not like, continuing not this character <laughs> yeah um maybe the well the, i guess the precursor to edgar wright and uh joss Whedon, i guess in a lot of ways. Just, like, like if you get too big for your britches. Chance, sort of chances are it was, like, maybe a lot more dramatic, the sort of creative demands that he had over Edgar Wright and Joss Whedon. Yeah, usually they're not, like, usually the actors seem to be exempt from that sort yeah. of wrangling. Well, it's still, like, a, a huge creative difference, right? Based on what you told me of Ed Norton's ambitions for yeah. this movie, of, like, having it be this incredibly long character drama. He probably wanted it to be the Hulk in the Avengers like he wanted yeah. he wanted it to be Hulk base Hulk presents
0: it's all Hulk yeah when on that,
1: and whenever Hulk isn't on stage Iron Man is just looking right at the camera and being like I sure wish Hulk was here <laughs> we're gonna need the big guy we're gonna need the big guy and like what's he doing oh he's meditating let's give him some space and then you look at your watch like wow it's just five minutes of real time <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah his breathing exercises this. There's nothing on screen. You just hear him breathe. It's one of the most powerful scenes of 2008. Of I know just it's really Breathing good. with Ed Norton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. It it also doesn't help that this 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 plan to to take the character so seriously is foiled by such a, like a series of ridiculous plot decisions and and like if you want to remove annihilation sorry abomination from this um you get like a bunch of general Ross decision-making that it seems ridiculously imbecilic for someone who's supposed to be <laughs> uh, like a, a senior military figure. Who's been on the trail of this creature for years. His, yes. his only plans seem to be what Andrew, you want to, you want to fill us in? Shh shoot banner and just keep shooting banner uh when it becomes the hulk but, sir, shoot more uh the, what banner turned into a,
0: guns thank you
1: banner yeah. turned into a giant green monster what do we do well um <laughs> clearly you are not shooting it enough so pick up the firing rate and just yeah and call me back in five minutes but we everybody got obliterated <laughs> what do we do Okay, I'll send in more guys, and oh. <laughs> uh, you pass on to them what I just told you about the shooting. Stay and... <laughs> in a line, fire directly at them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like the Revolutionary War. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> just line them up, and yeah. Because to do anything less would be against the spirit of battle. So I mean, why why get in the way of that? In fairness, like X two has that exact same problem of like so. There's this guy who we can't actually kill who has giant metal claws. Like, what do we do if he's there? And they're like, "Well, we'll get to that later." At least X two, like, I can't, I can't, like, X two also has Magneto in a specially built, like, plastic prison because they're so aware of his powers that they isolate him like that. Like, that's you can't compare the two. It's true, yeah, but they still mess up on that one scene in the school of like. having no plan for dealing <laughs> with all of these special children like that. But the yeah. movie isn't about like a military figure hunting them <laughs> yeah. down specifically mm-hmm. like in them and only them. Yeah, that's true. Right? There's so, more to it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess, you know,
0: usually that's it, a pretty good setup, right? Like when you have this like years long cat and mouse game between two characters that are like trying to outmaneuver each other, one of them is trying to escape. The other ones clutches. Usually, they know each other but pretty what, well. But
1: what if one of the what if the cat in that case is this yes. like overweight, sickly, and just like pretty stupid cat? What? Then it's, that that becomes a less tense thriller in a lot of ways. Not uh, not really You're much not of a potboiler when uh, to call any of this a thriller is ridiculous. Yes. Like it's it's a it's an exercise in a a military strategist. Going for like option zero, yeah, and, and, like, and, and like no contingency, repeatedly. yeah, no yeah. backup, <laughs> yeah, and yet he gets promoted to Secretary of Defense. <laughs> I, I think that's the most realistic part of his art. That, <laughs> that he could be that so he, terrible, just fail up, yeah. yeah. Um, another elephant in the room, other than uh, contractual obligations, um, that that Alex um, was keen to comment on when we were watching this is. Uh, I can't believe I'm using this word, but this is, like, corporate speak for what this movie actually was called by some people, which is a requill. Ugh. Andrew is <laughs> not happy. It's, like, vomited just yeah. a little in my mouth. It's... Um, so, <sighs> Alex, you, you pointed out that, like, the decision not to rehash the origin story is one that is, like, seems to have been made to, like, preserve time, but also... Completely gets in the way constantly and like overrules uh the character moments and and establishing tension and drama and everything like that sure. um do you think it would have been better to go back and do the origin story again like you you were the first person to say like this like w- this movie is existing in some sort of weird like time loop
0: and uh um, um i think if you ask me at the time well here's the problem well that was a you
1: long time it. ago when we watched this movie this was
0: a whole <laughs> hour ago when it came out yeah you. um it came out what like five years after the previous origin story that's right yeah. so it's it's tough to just immediately double back and reboot uh i think that'd be a tough sell today and dc would just be like no it times. isn't it's not that yeah. hard no exactly do it again like, yeah it's 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 more acceptable today, and it's still not acceptable. But Spider Man you know I mean? hadn't
1: set the precedent yet. Ex- yeah, that yeah, that's major. true. <laughs>
0: um, so, at the time, it probably was an obvious bad idea. So they did the best they could, uh, and I think that worked well for them going forward. Uh, because if they had decided, okay, let's reboot the Hulk and give him the origin story again, same origin story uh just a new actor, and then the very next appearance of that character is another new actor. I think that's even worse. I, I think agree. when it goes from one to the second to the third, it's a little more like, wow, oh, they really can't, you know, pin down the Hulk. They can't they can't get one. No one's no one's sticking around to play this character. But if you if you reboot it, I think it looks like more of a failure on your part.
1: <laughs> so the, the, the lesson is just don't admit that you did anything wrong. Just like,
0: I, yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> just,
1: just hand wave past it and,
0: yeah. yeah. The, the, and keep going. Very soap opera style. That's the true. The role of Bruce Banner would not be played.
1: <laughs> um, the played. The, the, the harshest thing I could say about this is like, I would encourage anybody in the future who is you know, who heard about the MCU
0: and was trying to do the, like a whole watch you skip this completely. Don't, yeah. don't go here at all. Like, like the Star Wars episode one of the Marvel cinema. Yeah. You yeah like,
1: like, like Iron Man, Captain America. Sure. Like do those two. And then just like Thor, I guess we haven't gotten to that. You could, you should probably still have to watch Thor. I, Thor's I, fine. I think I remember Thor being oh, a me right. too. But yeah. like, like, the Incredible Hulk. No. You know what? I actually absolutely remember, not. Like, I remember don't this watch movie this. being all right. Me too. I was, and wrong. I was wrong. Yeah.
0: yeah. I um, remember it being pretty blank. Here's the problem with this movie going on with the no reboot thing. Uh, they don't do the second movie. It's not the second movie either. Uh, they don't do the like hero questions or loses his powers, which you can't do with the Hulk, so I don't blame <laughs> them. Uh, but they they don't really have anything for that. Again. This would've been a great time to have a long-time enemy have made a breakthrough in how to, you know, deny the whole <laughs> But there is no long-time so, enemy so, in this oh, movie. Oh, well bad, you don't
1: give bad. them time oh, to get to the leader, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could have been something. <laughs> Actually, you're you're not even you're not even wrong because uh this whole idea of this guy has been secretly collecting and replicating and experimenting on Bruce Banner's DNA and blood is pretty pretty decent setup to a Competent villain who understands the Hulk, maybe even better than he does himself. You know, if he's always on the run or whatever, he doesn't have time to sit down and lab out his blood. He's a monster who has to remain hidden, right? Then it's like it shows Edward Norton, and he's just
1: like in a scarf and sunglasses, and he's listening to Alex talking. He's just like (laughs) pass. That's a pass. It's a hard pass. Who are you talking to, Ed? Yeah, no one. No one.
0: (laughs) Away with you. Away with you. Yeah. Uh, That's actually. Maybe this is going off topic too much, but the the whole idea of Not for leader, this, show. this briefly seen mutation of a side character in this movie. I almost said game. Uh, <laughs> we all said mutation, game. so foxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, ah, so ding dong,
1: ding dong, ding dong, ding <laughs> dong. Yeah, we'll cut that in post.
0: I, I, I failed the fox challenge. Let's be
1: fair, is way more important than the Duel a challenge. Doulet is <laughs> not nearly
0: as litigious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least he's still going to exist in the year 2020. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um. Love oh, you, Dulé. Oh, yeah, We're going to have our check check-in like at the end of 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I, I think that's one of the big missteps. This Surprisingly, these films do not make too many uh, sequel hook errors, despite the, like, very ambitious project of trying to combine all their movies that they're working on. There's not a whole lot of sequel hooks that just disappear like this yeah, guy does. They actually make the sequels to the extent that, like, a, a
1: director will will direct a scene for an entirely different movie, and then it'll become the basis for their movie, and it'll tie everything together in a way that that is ridiculous. Right. Like our the post credit sequence is, you know, we 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 joke about it a lot, but it's it's like we we also clamor for it, because we know that that it will be resolved usually. Yeah. Um. And that's part of the success of the MCU is, like, the teases that are actually, like, acted on. Yeah. Uh not, yeah. not this sort of, like, Green Lantern school of, like, a man with a weird head. Like, maybe we'll get yes. back
0: to that. Although this is a man with a weird head. This is literally an example of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in this yeah. No, I'm saying this is, the, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like,
1: it's just those... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This this movie's greatest legacy is within its post credit scene because that's its only it's, its only legacy is that it like knocked one off of uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s like MCU contractual films. Is that this <laughs> counts as one of them? This movie should have been reduced to like a, a DVD extra on the Iron Man, a webisode, a webisode. Yeah, okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: it's actually not a terrible idea. Yeah, <laughs> have yeah. been it. Yep. Um. Yeah, Andrew,
1: you, you you mentioned when we were watching it that there was there's, like, flashes of... You initially called it a more focused drama than what was happening here, but then you shifted gears to just a completely different movie. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, so, so talk about that a little bit. So there's a lot of moments where it's almost uh, their attempt to sort of portray, like, I guess the idea of a PTSD for Banner, where, like, there's very abrupt flashes of, like, you know, Terrible experiences that he had as the Hulk, or like, you know, being shot or explosions or things like that. It's like that seems like a thing that he would work through. I think actually the extended cut of this involved him, like, going into, like, having scenes of therapy. That became Iron Man 3. Right, yes. And it works very well. <laughs> yeah, that. it's a great movie. Uh, Nothing wrong but with yeah, that it's, one. It's just things where it seems like they took this, uh, this longer story arc and just very awkwardly cut out a two-hour movie from it. And it just, a lot of those moments just end up seeing ab- seeming abrupt and, like, unearned. Uh, you were particularly uh annoyed by uh old fashioned bull poopy like uh the shield interception scene, which just seems like like it was the product of a like a mediocre spy movie from a decade <laughs> earlier yeah the files like, are in the computer but yeah. <laughs> like it's uh it's not great, and and a lot of uh, like Emil Blonsky's opening of having somebody like voice over his character description is a hallmark of like a mid nineties action movie. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Like, it, it's kind of artless. A lot of the things and, that are in this movie, and the fact that it devolves into a CGI monster fest at the end um, is not doing it any favors. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is a hallmark of uh, a lot of the villains that we have in early MCU. I was about where, to say, like, yeah. the villain is just the hero, but like slightly Duart. different and like yeah, yeah. larger. Yes. And they're fighting in like a street. Like there's yeah. like a, there's <laughs> like a, they're fighting in the middle of a street. They're having some sort of street brawl like in Rocky 5. <laughs> I knew you were going to go. Were there. you? Did you know I knew I I was you were going to go with that? Tommy Gun? Yeah. 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 <laughs> much like, uh, much like, much like Rocky five, the hero just walks away without resolving anything, without earning anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh I was about to say bring Sylvester Stallone into the MCU already happened. So uh, here we go. Um we're just missing like Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks, I guess. There like are the- who do you think are playing uh cloak and dagger respectively? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um it's yeah, there's 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 nothing really salvageable here. This isn't, like, absolutely terrible, and it's it's brisk enough in its running time that it's a good hour shorter than most modern comic book movies, but hmm. um, Alex was irritated by slow and boring pacing, which, because I, I kept commenting, I kept making notes every time he was saying that. Um, <laughs> and you don't, like, you don't need to have seen this. This is, like, some proto MCU nonsense where um, you don't... Dispe- no, oh, go sorry. for it. Go for I was, it. I
0: was, I was, I'm rudely interrupting. Yeah, how but dare it, you? In the Avengers, uh, the way they introduce this character is so... It's it's the most, let's explain exactly who and where this person is uh, yeah, it, seen in that movie, yeah. I think. Uh, you don't really get an intro, a reintroduction to Captain America. Thor just kind of shows up and, he, and they're like, he's Thor, the God of Thunder. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but for... You know, for Bruce Banner, they're like, you got to go get the big guy, you know, and they go off to find him and they have this whole dialogue scene with how dangerous he is and the building surrounded by soldiers. And it's something way happened. better than anything
1: in this movie. Yep, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Uh, even like General Ross coming back, which is kind of inexplicable in that it's not... The performance isn't, it's not bad, but it's not like, it's not like he's a breakout character of this movie. And it's like, we really <laughs> needed to get back I liked him to so Earth. much more yeah. in Civil War than I did in- but it's not this. sure it's, it's not like a, like a character that's like, God, I'm so glad they brought him back. It's he has just developed a, more and makes more rational decisions in Civil War than he does in this movie. And he's supposed to be one of the central characters. Yeah, there. but like you can only commend that choice of actor in that it's like, wow, you maintain consistency from a movie that I thought you would have forgotten by now. That's exactly right. <laughs> like I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. Um, like there's, you. there's nothing you're gonna get out of scene. Yeah, just skip it. Skip yeah. it completely. Um don't like don't even include it in a box set i would say (laughs) i wonder is it (laughs) is it included in like (laughs) marvel like phase one probably i mean it's part of phase one it's on the chart i could see them not having in that no i mean they would it's 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 no more um you know cloying and derivative than iron man 2 but it's it's. Uh, <laughs> Rude. I think this is a little worse than Iron Man. So it right. is. This is going to be the yeah. the worst ranked MCU yeah. movie for sure for me. This because is a it's, lot worse than I remember. Me too, and I, that's I, that's never a good feeling. Yeah. I don't even actively dislike it like you guys do. I, I don't think I hate it. I just think that it's like like they they've already done. If this was the first movie in the MCU, it would be one
0: thing. But like this makes me oh, really it's appreciate the second. I'm sure they were made at the same time. Obviously they were,
1: they were but like like they were clearly sharing some information because they've got
0: the dude there's still like a
1: big gap between this and mm. the lower ends of the MCU. Like this is this sure. is the worst movie by a pretty healthy margin. Yeah, and it's
0: MCU. it's it's the worst earning as well, right? You right. And um, the worst critically, I believe, yeah. as
1: well. This makes me sure. appreciate Ant-Man a lot. Yeah. Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, this
1: this I unlike Ant-Man, this like this probably couldn't have been any better. Uh,
0: with what they were working with, they just would have had to have told a completely yeah. different story. And and again, they don't they didn't really want to try too hard. I feel like I think they just wanted to get this one out the door, yeah, so yeah. they could seal the deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Penalizing
0: the this, like you said, Alex, I, I guess I maybe I'm a little harsh, as like saying that it's
1: you know not Iron Man and that obviously they were made <laughs> at the same time. But uh, you need to recognize some sort of story. You need to you need to at least you need to try a little bit harder than this. I think. Sure. Yeah, you you need to have more as a premise inherently. Like you need to have an actual antagonist that is meaningful. Well, characters in general who are meaningful. Like like the 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 Betty Banner dynamic here is like it's really weirdly rushed, yeah. rushed and underdeveloped and like which is a strange criticism for scenes where they're together that seem to go on forever, but they don't actually <laughs> talk about anything and the the like the the, the love between them is more Existing in limbo and ex- expects you to sort of remember it from a previous movie. Well, because like fifteen minutes of dialogue was probably cut <laughs> of them. Yeah, yeah, the or Scrabble the scene where yeah. they're playing Scrabble and talking about their feelings. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's an incredibly witty use of the uh, the tile, the blank yes. tile. Yeah, the yeah. blank tile. There we yes, go. yeah, absolutely. Uh, <sighs> no, it's it's just just don't bother. Yeah, uh, which is, I think <laughs> one of the worst things we could say about. Any
0: movie that we've seen. We've said much worse. Come on. We have. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Hold
1: on. We did watch uh Lava Girl, like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yes, recently, well, this movie so. was written by fewer like like little boys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's less dream journals involved in yes. the
1: creation of the Incredible Hulk. Like Ed Norton's son, like little Jimmy Norton, didn't get a story by credit on yes, this. They, one. We also don't know for a fact that Ed Norton. Doesn't have a dream job, or that we don't know for a fact. And I mean, prove us wrong, Hollywood. That Ed Norton isn't like two boys, like
0: one boy <laughs> on yeah, each had, other's like a trench shoulders. Code? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's whiny enough. I was thinking that watching this movie, his Bruce Banner is very whiny. Yeah, for sure. He's a
1: pretty scrawny MCU character in general. Most uh, most MCU characters are that. a lot more jacked. Yeah, than, like Paul
0: Rudd too. Right. He's like a
1: buff man. The oh Redster, still yes. of a bulky boy. All right. Anything else on this or no? Eh. No, I. I it's one of these things where like it's not even in like I don't even know if it's in the Mesa, it's in like the <laughs> the, the crappier part of the Mesa. Um, <laughs> does crap. Sound, kind of says a potty word. No, kind of. we're all doing great. I right mean, now. like like Dulé is still like sort of like peering in the room a little bit, being like, I thought I heard something.
0: Uh, hmm. I I firmly disagree on that one. I used uh, to know a girl who said it was a swear, and I could not take her seriously. Well, ever, the audience, again.
1: get back to us.
0: Is, yeah.
1: is is crap, is crap uh, I swear. Yeah. Does did you have go to tra- too far yeah. for Did yeah. you did that did Anderson crap reduce you to tears or shot gasps? <laughs> I feel like I win the duoley challenge, by the way. I'm declaring myself the winner.
0: <laughs> because I didn't say hell or crap.
1: I'm the chaste man. I All get right. the re-roll. Bring it to me. Yes. <laughs> you are the best amongst them. Yes. This, this G-rated episode <laughs> normal movies. Yeah. I, yeah. We officially
0: – I think we finally – I mean don't spoil it now, but I think we finally dodged the explicit tag.
1: Let's see if we can dodge it to the end. The curse is lifted. Um, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, there's – there's really just not a lot to say about this movie. We talk, uh, I think we've, we've covered the base. Well, yeah, I don't think well. there's a lot, sorry, a lot more yeah, to say about this movie. Um, let's, uh, move on to some awards and rankings. Uh, and as usual, I will go first for their most normal moment. This is where we, uh, in case you don't know yet, this is where we, uh, discuss the weirdest moment of the movie for us. Uh, mine is, um, in a, a what is, what proves to be a, a, a pretty, um, <laughs> good signifier of the narrative choices that this movie makes. Um, Bruce Banner spends the first like half an hour of this film working in a Brazilian bottling factory. Uh, and he runs afoul of some bully because uh, <laughs> this is a comic book movie. And if anybody is standing next to a locker, that <laughs> character will be checked into that locker inexplicably by a bully. That, that guy's Brazil's answer to Flash Thompson. Yeah. Or, yeah. or just like, like, anybody from chronicle or <laughs> he should have been holding a stack of like textbooks for no reason when he got bumped. <laughs> yeah. uh, My bottling uh, plant homework. Yes. <laughs> My, <laughs> <bottle implant> homework. <laughs> My glasses. Uh, so, so he, he has this enemy for some reason, uh, possibly romantic. Who cares? <laughs> um, uh, and so, but eventually uh, due to a, <laughs> due to a soda mishap, <laughs> uh, uh, Thunderbolt Ross tracks uh, Banner to Brazil and sends a team to uh, get him, which leads to a much less exciting than Andrew would have you believe before he watch this movie chase sequence through Brazil. Yeah, I was wrong uh, about that. Where despite the fact that this is a incredibly... Densely populated country. I might say the movie goes out of its way to demonstrate that. Yeah, through through like a like a two and a half minute opening like overhead shot of just how immensely overpopulated like the the region is. Um, Bruce happens to run directly, not even by directly into. Um, into his soda bully, who has the same goons with him too from well, before, right? After a hard day, of <laughs> slinging, slinging that 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 cool, uh, <laughs> cool sugar water. Uh, you got you got to get a good Coca Cola. It's weird that there's some Coke product placement later in the movie, but they don't work at a Coca Cola bottling plant. Uh, no kidding. You think Coca Cola wants their brand affiliated with like blood tainting? Of like you know, it's it a Coke Zero bottle that uh, the whole. That's Hulk why they changed it. Into, That's yeah. why they changed it to Coke Zero Sugar. <laughs> In brackets, if you look underneath the can, it says also zero blood. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, zero <laughs> yeah. Blood, No causes less mutations. Yeah. Coke zero yeah. percent blood one hundred percent. Coke Zero, drink up, Stan.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what it says. Stanley on the drinks it. Uh, do you think? He gets like the mutant powers to appear in a bunch of movies and that's what is that part of the lore here? Yeah, the cool crisp
1: caffeine energy of a of a spring water infused Coke Zero oh, okay. gives that um <laughs> the uh, increasingly spry octogenarian is uh <laughs> <the> <laughs> extra kick. Isn't he like a non-agenarian? <laughs> He's definitely a non-agenarian. Okay. He's like 95 yeah. so years old. So you're going with bully bumpin'? Bully bumpin' for sure. <laughs> it's bully like bumpin'. because it's 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 so aggressively contrived that I couldn't... I Like, I was thinking about it for the entire movie. It's one of the cheapest it's things we've seen in the MCU. <laughs> or yeah.
0: It's any, one of Jordan's favorite things. It, I, was,
1: I was over the... Not, not just in the movie,
0: Alex. And, like, outside like, of movies. Like, you love bumping. I said in any movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, not, not even movie. Like, all oh, life.
0: Just in life. You like when people get checked by their bullies and then run into them later for more BDs. I
1: did... Have a bump in with the exact dude I wrote my grad school thesis on though. Like I bumped into him like a week after I submitted. Like like uh, he did not give a flying finger sandwich about my work. <laughs> I was uh, really hoping. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> so stranger things have happened, but probably not. This is an excuse. Moving on, uh, Andrew, you're up. Uh. Mine's a, a simpler one. It's okay. just uh, when Tim Blake Nelson is helping uh, Bruce Banner, <laughs> and the military inevitably, uh, you know, gets the jump on them. Operation Direct Assault. Direct 7. Assault. Yeah. All <laughs> this time, more bullets. <laughs> uh, the first bullet goes through the window, and Tim Blake Nelson gives a really good, like, ah! it's a, it's an incredible surprise noise. It's pretty good. I can't. I can it's, it it's a it's so a high pitched gasp. It's a it's a great.
0: Alex, what, what do you got? Um, I, I, originally I actually wanted to use the dude mutating into a unused sequel. <laughs> uh, that whole scene got me in a lot of good places. There's a part where, uh, so the, the basic idea is Tim Roth wants to be Hulkified by the scientist. Um, and there's a weird part where the scientist just intuits, Oh, you've already got something in you, huh? <laughs> how, how do you know that? What what gave it away? That there's no difference in him that we can tell until after that when Tim Roth just lifts him up into the ceiling. So I guess my most normal moment is just contrived abomination mutation. The entire scene. He smells of gamma. That's what yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, He's got that gamma is. stink. I didn't even think he has the gamma at that point. He just has super soldiers. He's just Captain America at that point. He could easily. Just take a break right now. He could just leave the movie and go be Captain Russia or wherever he's from.
1: Well, Captain America is a uh, a Hydra spy, so uh, maybe he is uh, Captain America. I've never seen them in the same place. <laughs> um, Golden Counts, I want to make a strong case for Brazilian Grover at the beginning of. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. At to the be. beginning of the movie, where he's watching Sesame Street. I would nominate is... Martin Starr. No, he's learning, that's he's trying actually, to
0: learn Portuguese, Jordan. He's trying to watch children's programming to oh, get a better okay. grasp of the language. Mm-hmm. Jesus! Good. Watch the movie. Good, good. I've I've known when I'm wrong.
1: Having said that, Brazilian Grover. It's Brazilian Grover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh Acosta, do you have anyone? No.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no. Brazilian Grover. It okay. Is. Congratulations. Can you have Brazilian Grover in the caption say like I love normal movies? <laughs> In uh, as in many
0: languages language as possible, in like Portuguese, yeah, please. Okay, all right, okay, so sure. all of our Portuguese fans know uh, <laughs> what's going on. Anything with scene.
1: an upside down exclamation mark would just be delightful. I'll do what I can, mm-hmm. okay. Um, that's uh, before we take it to the ranking, uh, normalmoise.com is our website. Uh, Andrew sometimes updates it and recently has. So, oh, god, sure uh. It's but not he, nice. it's not like you'll be able to hear this until he does. So uh <laughs> the joke's on me. Um you can hit us up on Facebook, uh normally some people, Twitter, um, Instagram, Snapchat. Snapchat,
0: Snapchat. all um, of our episodes go on Snapchat. You you don't get to finish them because they disappear too soon. Yeah, yeah. We're on um we're on a bunch of dating sites too. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you <laughs> see Oh be- that
1: sounds like a really good idea now.
0: What do we I want don't to put know if the they like to
1: pictures? advertise on Tinder, but okay. Tinder, slow down <laughs> yeah, there. No, yeah. right,
0: whatever. Were you going to Christian Mingo? Obviously, normal a, We're
1: on J yeah. date. Yeah, we should get. Um, there should be a uh, like a play date for your podcast where you just set <laughs> them up with each other. <laughs> Well, you promised me last time that you would extend the olive branch to the normal wine people, Andrew, and yet here we are, wineless. <laughs> <Here> we are. <laughs> well, we got to do that during sweeps week for the crossovers. Wineless, Come can on, I make it that? You suggested sideways, a sideways episode. I'd also like to suggest a good year with Russell Crowe, that movie where he buys a vineyard. Uh, <laughs> no, Oh, Well, I tried. Uh, actually, no. It might be better than watching Sideways for a second time. It but, yeah. would be just. Per- I would consider it a personal favor if we did a cross-promotion <laughs> with the normal wine people. A nice rosé, <laughs> and they're hmm. watching superhero movie because Alex won't. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'd love to replace Acosta with the entire podcast crew from some other if, if we get yeah. to a point where he won't do it, like our superhero you, movie episode. Then you we're, would need to, because there's so
0: much to the table. We're definitely
1: auctioning off that spot. Why auction it when we can trade it for some booze? Ooh. Good point. It's also, an auction of sorts. Yeah, yeah. I also under the assumption that the normal wine people would be giving us free liquor. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it it's makes the sense. only reason we'd want them on the show. They're like that—that that goes without that saying. But, and we'll give them free laughs. Uh, I can give them. Oh, our let's DVD send them of, DVDs. Uh, they could have Catwoman, R.I.P.D. Oh, and don't forget the ones at my place. Steal. Oh, so there's yeah. a whole bunch of them. I can't even remember because they're sort of in the shame corner. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a bit of a shame library, but yeah. Uh, they can have their picks of any of the latter day X Men films, other than Days of Future Past, of course. I'll, I'll, I'll send them one themselves. Well, I'll, I'll pitch in. Uh, Origins Wolverine. Is there a movie, <laughs> any superhero movie, where somebody like has a glass of wine that you can think of? There's gotta be. Yeah. Like.
0: No one's ever had a glass. Like I'm of sure, wine like a superhero movie. Sorry. Viola
1: Davis has like a glass <laughs> of wine in Suicide Squad. He goes at some against point. the
0: comics code. <laughs> That's
1: really That's funny, amazing <laughs> Alex. To cost, That's uh, really good. Yeah. You're a genius. That's why, um that's why That's why we'll miss you in the superhero. Exactly. movie episode, Well that's yeah. why Bruce and Betty can't hold hands in this movie because <laughs> that's why they can't have have I can't even say they can't do the naughty dance in this movie in that really weird scene. No intercourse. There you go. Well yeah. slow down potty mouth. <laughs> their uh their buttons can't touch.
0: Oh, I see
1: ah. that makes sense. Uh Man, I've done so great here. I've earned this reroll. <laughs> Good job, me. Let's rank this mediocre Mesa, and I'll start us off. Uh, number sixty-eight. Uh, so it's below Iron Man three, uh, mm-hmm. and above Daredevil. Mediocre Mesa. Wow. Hello, uh, Andrew. I'm going to break up the Batman's with this movie. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm going to put this at number 66 uh, between Batman Forever and Batman Returns.
0: <laughs> two great movies. <laughs> two great Batman. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Alex. Uh, as a side note, Batman Forever and Batman Returns on my list are already broken up by The Losers and Mystery Man, which I'm pretty sure are the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Incredible Hulk. Is going to go ta, 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 beneath, okay, 67, number okay. 67, uh, and that is going to be under The Crow and above X-Men Apocalypse. Okay, so we were all pretty much on the same page for this. It was yeah. like, yeah, right in the middle. Which is, I think for all of us, the lowest MCU then, if it... Beat out Iron Man three for Jordan. Yep, it, well, yes, definitely like beat it. out Avengers: Age of Ultron for me. uh that's signing out for my son. Thanks for listening, for
1: Alex. Bye, guys. I don't know why I hesitated there. <laughs> Stay, Norma. <laughs>